This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Why Is Everyone Yelling? with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and thank you for allowing us to take that week off last week. We really appreciated the break here at the podcast, and we are excited to get rolling into the new year. Today's episode, this is the last episode of 2021. This is episode 64, and my guest is Amanda Knapp. She is the founder and CEO of Sitting Made Simple. Amanda started her career as a nanny right out of high school in 1999. And over the years, as her nanny career evolved and changed and she moved, she lived in Columbus, Ohio in 2005 and realized quickly that there was a huge need for childcare in her area. And that is where Sitting Made Simple all started with just five sitters and eight families. She worked from her home basement, took appointment requests over the phone, scheduled everything with pen and paper, sent invoices via email. And in 2011, just three years in, the demand for the services were rapidly increasing. And Amanda made the decision to go full-time with Sitting Made Simple. So they started in Columbus, Ohio, and they now have locations in Cincinnati, Dallas-Fort Worth, Indianapolis, Nashville, and Raleigh. And so what Sitting Made Simple does is they connect area families with Sitting Made Simple sitters. And whether you need a last-minute babysitter help with before or after school care, part-time or full-time, evenings or weekends, they have you covered. With reliable, screened, CPR certified, background checked, and interviewed sitters. Such a cool concept. And Amanda has such a fun personality and you're going to learn about her vision as an entrepreneur for this business. I always love talking to entrepreneurs. I think it's so fun. And she's also still very involved with the families that she works with. She can often be found at lacrosse games and basketball games, dance recitals, and celebrating family milestones with those families. You can learn more about them at sittingmadesimple.com. Uh, Each location, this is really cool, is locally owned and operated by someone who lives in that city. So also, if you're interested in launching one in your city, I'm sure you can reach out to Sitting Made Simple and give them an email and see what they have to say. All right, friends, if you are loving this podcast, please consider leaving us a quick rating and review on iTunes. That is a huge way potential new listeners can find us. And I want to thank Gooder for supporting this episode of the podcast. If you are looking for a place to get some fashionable, functional, and affordable sunglasses, check out Gooder. They have all kinds of fun and simple styles. Go to gooder.com slash another. Use the code another15 at checkout and you'll save 15% off your order. All right, friends, enjoy my conversation with Amanda Knapp. All right. Today on Why Is Everyone Yelling? We have Amanda Knapp on the show. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, happy Friday Eve. Is that Junior. Happy Friday Junior. <laughs> That's what you said. I love it. 
Can you explain that to everybody, please? You know, you were asking, I just, uh, it comes so natural to me, but um, it's something that, you know, we use along the way. I think just uh, babysitting service, trying to roll into, or anybody who works, or I, I don't know if it's anybody who doesn't have to necessarily work with a job. I just think anybody who has time off. So I guess it's also one of those things I used to back in the day be super sensitive about because you're like, gosh, nurses, uh-huh. there's so many people, moms. I mean, hello. Uh, you know, some of the people I share, some of the only people I share space with may not get time off on the weekends. But, you know, like the bank folks, you know, it used to be back then the weekend was a big deal. So it still is for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I dates back to like, um, like school, like elementary school. Yeah. I remember being excited at the end of Wednesday in like third okay, grade. Okay, there you go. There you go. So there, it almost applies to anyone and everyone we know today. But yeah. <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah. Okay. So tell everybody, Sitting Made Simple, this is the business you created. You're now in six markets, right? Uh, we are in six today. Yes. Okay. Tell us what Sitting Made Simple is. exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, we're a local babysitting service is pretty much exactly what we are. Um, we're online. Back in the day when I was online in 2008, it was a miracle and um, it was new to everybody. And I had only had you know, those sitter, uh, sitter city and care.com were like the two, you know, uh, known babysitting services that were so-called online, or you could order babysitters online. Uh, and I actually didn't have a website to, if I was being honest, I, you, you called me and I had a notebook and I would email you or leave you a voicemail. Like you would leave voicemails. Hi, my name is X and I'm looking for a sitter at this date and time. Thank you so much. And then, um, I would PayPal you. And then I started realizing that it could take you 30 days to pay your $7 PayPal fee. And how was I ever going to get this to work? And (laughs) little things like that. And just the phones blowing up and my notebooks running out. And so I ended up, you know, getting a website just to try to streamline things uh, that clearly not knowing back then that my brain was just kind of built for. And, you know, today you've got so many online childcare services. It's been 13 years. And for us and us, you know, there's very few of us that I've ever met or seen uh, throughout our country, especially that are local still. You know, we're local, you know, we're locally owned in each of our cities, but we're still, um, we don't have a 1-800 number. Everyone calls, we're on call 24 hours a day. Um, I'm still operating one of my which, you know, there's a reason for that too. And it's not, it's a weird reason more than it's, uh, makes it make sense reason, but, uh, (laughs) you know, but yeah, you, you basically get on your phone today or your computer I mean, just any device and you put in as many dates or times as you want. I mean, Maggie, you literally, she, I saw the email the other day. Uh, she's like, I'm literally going to babysit my house right now. And I was like, yeah, I saw it come through this morning. I'm fully aware. (laughs) Cause you still (laughs) run the Columbus service and Maggie my lives in Columbus. Yes, okay. she does. Um, and so again, you know, you can get on at any time and book a babysitter, whether it's same day or, you know, I consistently year round, it's pretty much any, any, any needs you have. Uh, we send a sitter out to your home and there's just, you know, little human bodies behind this computer, just helping, you know, the robots are helpful, but they certainly don't do everything. Unfortunately, or it'd be on an Island somewhere, um, <laughs> you know, and, And not with, you know, not doing anything like this today. (laughs) Totally. Okay. So is your biggest competitor, I guess, would you call it a competitor, Bambino? I don't even know what Bambino is. I I don't know. I guess uh, 
I don't know that one. I'll have to look it up. Well, I think it's national. I don't know. I remember okay. when they first There's launched. There's so many now. But it sounds like what you guys do at Sitting Made Simple is much more local feel. So you guys are in Columbus, Indy, Raleigh, which I think is so funny because those are the two places, Indy and Raleigh are the two places I've lived. Oh, I saw that. And then what are I you, thought that are was you so Dallas? Interesting. Dallas, Fort Worth too. Okay. So both of those regions. So, okay. Indy, Columbus, Raleigh, Dallas, Fort Worth. What am I missing? Nashville. Nashville. That's a good one. So, yeah. okay. I love, and I love that it's locally owned. I mean, I, you know, I come from a running background, so I think of like Fleet Feet, which is a, ru- a running store, which yes. is a national store, but yes. their local stores are locally o- owned by people in that city, which I think is really cool. So tell us a little bit about how that works. Well, you know, I, it's, this the franchise piece of things, you know, um, I, start out in 2008 is, you know, I was a nanny for, I don't know, I think about a decade at the time. Um, and honestly, I, I was 27 years old at the time, very incredibly happy working full time with, uh, the twins at the time who were, gosh, they were probably four at the time they're graduating high school this year. Um, but they were four at the time and I was just looking for extra cash, you know, full-time gig and I need clothes. I'm i I'm definitely at the time looking for you know, side cash. And so I, my husband and I had just uh, moved to Columbus, Ohio. He worked for Abercrombie and Fitch and their headquarters is there. And so that's what lands us here in 2015. I pick up my, you know, nanny, I continue my nanny career in Columbus from Wichita, Kansas. And you hook up with a local nanny service. They give you the list of families and, you know, you find your families. And so at this time I'm doing that, but long story short, I'm looking for families and, you know, I definitely, had uh, found a few families just because they're your best friend. Nannies make best friends with moms. You know, <laughs> we're sitting at the same, <laughs> you know, we're, we're taking the kids places. So all my best friends were either a nanny or a mom. Oh. And so I'm looking for extra cash. And I, you know, the services at the time that were available to me in 2008 were just, you know, for me, scary, mm. uh, you know, for me to just like connect with random strangers online and not really know, like not so much scary, but also like, is this a family that I can like meet the expectations? You know, I've definitely been in the business a long time and I've, you know, been around the block a few times. I want to make sure I can find something that's a really good fit for my needs at the time. And, and that was really hard to do unless you wanted to sit and scroll through like uh, pictures and profiles. And it was just weird to me. I had never done that before. You know, I'd always work with an agency. And so I don't know. I was ballsy. I don't, you know, I'm 40 years old this year. And I think back to my 27 year old self and think, Oh my God, you had no idea what you were getting yourself into. Um, and I was 27. So thank God I was just young and I thought I could do anything and Uh everything. Thank God for my mother, because, you know, and one thing I did know and was most comfortable in was raising kids and walking into a home and helping each and every family member out. So that's how we got started. And again, because my best friends were moms and nannies, it was like, Hey, starting a babysitting service, just, you know, Hey, <laughs> That's so good. and you know, it kind of started that way. And of course, seven years later, one of my longtime members approaches me and, you know, he's like, I'm in the franchise business, Tim Hortons. He was on the original franchise team of Tim Hortons okay. back like 27 years prior. And they had merged with Burger King and he's like, let's franchise. And I was like, what in the hell is that? Like what? <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, that's, that's crazy. I don't know. And of course, you know, um, I ended up taking, you know, th- you know, thank you for the idea. 
Um, that's awesome. I'll look into it. Then I end up, you know, reaching out to the first uh, person I reached out was Indy. You know, speaking of Indy, she was a longtime Columbus mom, had used our service, I think, for something like maybe three years here in Columbus. And um, her husband's job took her out to Indianapolis where there were no babysitting services. And she was so very <laughs> used to using our services on a you know, weekly basis. And so uh, I ended up you know, reaching out to her. She had reached out in previous years. And I was like, hell no. Um, I'm so swamped. Can't even think of something like that. I'm so in the trenches here. This is crazy. And of course, reached out to her a few years later and she was like, let's do it. And so that was just one of, uh, you know, six other women uh, throughout the next, you know, those first five years until I really had my hands full. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love that you're all your best friends were nannies or moms because I remember you know, like my my motherhood situation at the park has changed over the years, right? Like now I go to the park with my kids and I'm like a mom of older kids, even though I still have a three-year-old. And so like I see the first time <laughs> moms, they're like coddling their first child. And I'm kind of like sitting on the bench, like hands off, like kind of just like watching the scene. But I remember you know, when I just had my one son and going to the park and I would always play the game in my head. Is that the mom, the nanny or the grandma? Like I always, always always wonder, did you ever play that game? Well, first of all, let's, let's talk about the two different sides I've been on. We can start with the side of the nanny side of being called the mom, right? Or, or the nanny. No, you know, like you must be the nanny or, oh my God, your kids are so cute. You know, and it's always one of those things that from a nanny's perspective, you know, you walk into uh, you know, I, the nanny career is something I hold so sacred and I did it for, you know, 12 years and, uh, it was four families for me in those 12 years. And it's one of those things where you really, there's a, there's a very clear line and boundary of, you know, really not crossing that line of, you know, you're the nanny when it comes to the respect of mom and, and each mom is different. Each family I've worked for was different. You know, some moms were very much, you know, more career focused and could not be home as often. And so they really heavily relied on me to step in and take a few extra, you know, steps and uh, fill some of those shoes, but you certainly didn't want to take away from their, their amazing relationship and, and they're, you know, giving them that shining light of, oh my gosh, they have an amazing mother. She's just doing something super cool today, you know, or the mom that, you know, ha- is very worried about, Hey, I want to make sure like my kids don't lose sight of like how much they are connected and attached to me. So please don't do that next time or, you know, mm. things like that. And so you really do learn or today, oh my God. I, I have met almost any and every mommy that there could ever be <laughs> and completely just, I think, see it from a completely different uh, space than you. You guys are so in it. And I just have so much empathy and so many um, like adjectives I could use for any mommy navigating the world today, just because I am on the other side of just um, – having to support you in such a different way and having to learn how each of you need support differently, which thank God I learned so early on um, in the business uh, of nannying that it makes it a little bit easier today. And it just takes the pressure off too. So Um, I would love to be in a lineup of moms and like you asked me like a 10 question (laughs) form and then you like tell me what kind of mom I am. (laughs) 
Oh my god! You know what? That would be so unfair. You're like you're exactly the type of mom you should be. Yeah. See, there's my answer. Yeah, and there's my. Good. It's not. It's not even a diplomatic answer. Yeah. It's like the answer of like it's the it's the right answer. Yeah, you know, it is. You're it's right. That it's that like you're the you're sitting in that park and it's funny. You're looking. You're like, well, which one are they? And then you're wondering, yeah. And I think that that's the funny thing today too is it's like everybody is a different age today. We're seeing so many different. Yeah ages as far as mommies and parents okay we're probably seeing more males at the park too oh, right like sure. more dads yeah <laughs> the park is probably a lot more fun these days for you than it ever was for me let's talk about that it was probably way more boring yeah than it yeah. is for you today you didn't navigate the world today and just think about everything you had today the um the dad situation at the my boys old school that we used to go to for sure like at pickup we I would we would go I'd go across the street pick up the boys and we'd stand in like the playground area and let the kids play and it was like usually like 50% dads 50% moms at that pickup which I think is pretty cool yeah well you've got a lot of dads that stay at home and either they like just have that job that works from home. And so they pit, you know, there's a lot of different ways that it certainly happens. I mean, we certainly have a lot, a lot more uh, dads that, you know, book sitters. I mean, it is interesting to speak to dads versus mom completely different. You know, dad is like, here's like dad. He is more like, you know, I need to get this done. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, look, I got this need and I need to get it done. Is it going to get done? And you're like, whoa, okay. I'll be, I mean, we certainly will try to get to working on that for uh-huh. sure. You know? And then here's mom. She's more like, you know, um, I'm really wanting to get this, but you know, I was hoping just want to make sure a few of these things, you know, if she happens to have a few of these things, that would be great, you know, <laughs> but you know, it's just totally different about like their approach. The approach is very different, you know, which is what also, you know, cracks you up as to, you know, the differences of, you know, what drives mom crazy about dad and what drives dad crazy about mom. You know, it's like, oh my God, he didn't, he forgot to add those extra details that I told him to ask for, you know, and then dad's like, you know, she's always ride my ass about making sure I did this. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. It just, it's the, it's a very different perspective, you know, about just the typical, you know, way that, you know, every parent approaches on how they should be doing things. I'd love to know your percentage on moms, the book and dads, that book. Oh, it's still like the way you believe it to be the okay. way you know it to be. Yeah. yeah like 90%. Sure. I mean, women. don't get me wrong. We've definitely had that little spike. You got that, like, if we're looking at a graph, oh, it's right there. It's yeah. the highest it's ever been, but sure. it's certainly still my new. And we could probably be very specific about just the last two years of data. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, we're like, I would say we're like 60, 40 on, on childcare stuff here at my house, me 60, him 40. Um, I don't, I'm curious if he would say the same percentage, but, um, I still have always booked the babysitters and I don't know why I just always have. And we've actually had issues about that. Like I've complained about it. I'm like, why do I have to be the one to book the babysitter? You know? So what does he say? I don't know. Like I just have the contacts, I guess. Or, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And so it hasn't been like a huge thing, but it's definitely been like a, do you, you know, think it's because it's a caretaking quality? Like it's the caretaking category? I, I wonder yeah. sometimes like, well, okay. So like, I just, I wonder if this is, if we ask this question really to everybody, I wonder if, you know, like picking school schools, right. Or meeting the teacher. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think it's like where we basically would go for data as to like, how many parents have more that more of the, if it's, if it's does one parent have more time to contribute in one area or yeah. 
does one parent feel that they are the most qualified to make that decision over the other? Or is it caretaking? Caretaking, okay, like we typically tend to be the caretaker when it comes to the what will their needs be, the needs that we believe would be that if you were to step away from your children to let someone into your home with everything you've ever been able to gather, work for, collect, to step away, which is already hard for you to do to begin with in just general because of the way, you know, the way that all happens, <laughs> it's outside of the control in that, in that, you know, in, and then again, everybody's different in how they phase out. My whole point is I wonder because of those certain categories that childcare happens to, you know, connect with that it becomes that parent over the other. Yeah, no, I totally see that. Especially, yeah, if you are, if you are the one doing more of the primary caretaking, you're with your kids more for sure. And as you were saying that, I thought it was funny because my husband actually is the one that does all the school stuff. Like mm-hmm. when we moved to Raleigh from Indy, he made sure the kids were all registered for schools and, you know, d- double check the district and all those. Like I, I was so hands off on that. He researched all the preschools like he did all of that. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you pick and choose your battles, right? If it's annoying to me that he doesn't book the babysitters, well, like, is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really, is it that big of a deal? But I think that's Well, so maybe at the end of the day, is it a preference? Like, maybe it's just about what you like to do and what he likes to do. Or, yeah. you know, I think it also may just not be that damn complicated, right? Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Hey, everybody, a quick break here to thank Beam for supporting this episode of the podcast. If you're looking for a place to get delicious hydration products, look no further than Beam. I am a runner myself, and I love their Elevate Recovery Blend. It is a hydrating electrolyte powder formulated with non-GMO collagen peptides plus BCAAs for supportive joint and muscle health. It tastes like rejuvenating fresh lemon with no sugar added. If you go out for a sweaty run or workout, you need to replace those electrolytes. And this is the most refreshing way to do it. I've been running for over 20 years. I've tasted all kinds of electrolyte products and this is by far my favorite. They also have a dream blend, which is a delicious bedtime cup of healthy hot cocoa. It provides you with sleep enhancing vitamins and minerals such as magnesium, reishi, and it also has nano hemp in it. This is the most relaxing way to end your day. I take it every night, helps me get a deeper sleep, helps me fall asleep and just relax. And you all can check out their products when you go to beamorganics.com and use the code Lindsay15. That's Lindsay15, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-1-5, and that'll save you 15% off your order. A game changer for your recovery. Get those electrolytes in your body and a game changer for your bedtime routine. That's beamorganics.com. Use the code Lindsay15 at checkout, and that'll save you 15% off your order. All right, friends, back to my conversation with Amanda. One of the things I noticed um, on City Made Simple is that your sitters all have to be 18. Yes. Which I like. Absolutely. I mean, 
we so we have used Bambino in the past when we lived in Indy. I used it actually pretty healthily for a while there, like pretty pretty often. And one of the babysitters that we ended up having as our regular babysitter, I found from that app. This was before I knew about sitting made simple. Um, but my point is, is I did book younger girls on that site a couple times and I have four boys and, um, when the youngest was a baby and the oldest was six, I walked into my house thinking she probably wasn't old enough to handle this. (laughs) So I like that it's 18 because some, sometimes not always, but sometimes the younger ones, um, just, I had too many kids and they were too, too rambunctious. I mean, I think that's what it was. You know, here's, this is such a, I'm, this is interesting that you bring this up. I mean, there's so many um, tunnels to go down about, you know, this industry in general, you know, the first and foremost, you know, reason that the 18 came in is, you know, legal, the attorneys come in and they're like, wow, look, yeah. you're, the, you're doing what? Yeah. Oh gosh, you probably shouldn't do this. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't do this if I were you. This sounds like a really not scare, you know, very risky business. Okay. Like, and I'm like, what, childcare? I got, this is the one I got this. What could be scary about this? <laughs> there isn't anything I haven't already done or experienced. And I got this covered. I'm doing this my whole life. Um, and you know, the 18 comes and starts there. You know, a lot of it is they don't, you know, they don't have cars. You know, mm-hmm. they're still living at home with mom and dad. And there's a little bit of like, Oh my gosh, my mom forgot to tell me about the family such and such. Yes. Uh, I don't care. Uh, did you tell your mom you had a job and you committed to a uh, work, work, th- she said, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, that's between you and your mom. But um, here you made a commitment and we're going to need you to follow through on that. You know, so there's a little bit of things about that. And we still see that in the college age kids mm. a lot of times, which is, you know, biggest pet peeve for me. Did your mom know you have to work? She does. Well, oh, that is just a darn shame, <laughs> yeah. you know, because of course I come from the other side of things, you know, and, um, you know, so you see a lot of that. The other thing is, yeah, I mean, let's be quite frank about the uh, entering someone's home and however that home is is created and the needs in that home are specific and the uh, things that can happen in that home. I mean, it's been 13 years. And I mean, I think I could retire in a book deal of just the shit that has happened and goes down and owning a babysitting service, you yeah. know? And I think that the whole point of it is, is really understanding that, you know, no matter what the age is, these individuals truly do need to understand Uh, how serious the job is, but also how, you know, amazingly fun and casual it is. But also, you know, you talk about the human bodies and how SMS is different than the online. You know, it's great to, you know, create these apps and these websites uh, to connect folks because it's easy to do now. Software is like the big thing. You know, the problem with that is, is that, you know, time change requests is ghosting, you know, the the Gen Zs, man, they're like the ghosting world. Um, times a thousand you know, there's so much that happens and goes down that unfortunately you know you got to have someone coming in there to piece it all together and make it all work and emergencies and rush this and you know it would be devastating for us to cancel on a family of maybe a handful of times a year so <laughs> in is a location that what happens if, that. if someone ghosts or cancels 
the person who has a membership to City Made Simple calls your line and is like, my sitter didn't oh my show God. up. What do we we do? have an immediate way that we would send a sitter out almost instant, instantaneously. That's really cool. We'd even, there'd even be money. I mean, I would offer any amount of money it would take for a sitter to get in her car to go. Just because again, we can't, we, we, there are so many things we're talking cancer appointments, whether it's cancer appointments for my, my parents or my kids, we're talking, mom has to get to work. Dad has to get to work. We're talking a date night. I don't care how, how, unimportant it might seem to somebody else that might be a date night that they haven't had in a year you know (laughs) tickets that they paid so much money for you know there's so many things for it and a reputation matters I mean I've been in my my city for 13 years you don't stay and and be able to stay here and uh have the reputation we have if if you were constantly having a negative experience you don't get me wrong the last two years have not been my favorite (laughs) oh my gosh has it been so hard you know, it's, it, you know what, I'm going to, it is one of those things where, um, g- thankfully I have been in business 13 years. The stomach flu is probably my first mini example of something like this, you know, where you'd walk in a room and you'd lose everybody, yep. you know, or things like that. But, um, last year was a surprise and something we just were doing everything we can, we thankfully, but there were, I'm a small business owner who has a low overhead and we were able to carefully place sitters in a home one-on-one and incubate. Um, and not expose. And so that was really amazing that we were able to one-on-one, you know, be able to send and keep our families that still had to go to work. A lot of our first responders, things like that, um, that we really, that could not uh, stay at home. So we were able to do that. We did a lot of, you know, uh, everybody jumped in on the, what you did, which was the <laughs> homeschooling and um, all of that. So last year was just the community coming together. It felt great this year you know, availability, the staffing concerns that our communities across the country are experiencing across the world really um, is, is still something that is very present that we're all trying to work on. But I mean, out of anybody, we have the best res- you know, resources tool and 13 years of data to, you know, I feel incredibly grateful to just be able to continue serving families and young adults during such a difficult time. And I'm not alone. So, you know, hey, to not be alone after everything feels good too. Um, so I was thinking about this and like when I have babysitters, one of my biggest things, and I think as I have grown in my parenting, um, I've, I'm just a little bit more, I think I never wanted to be super like, I do this, do that to my babysitters. I always wanted to be kind of like cool and fun and, you know, like you don't want to think of me as this like old grouchy mom. Um, but I think as time went on and I had regular babysitters that I got used to, it was very much apparent to them and the way I communicated that when I get home, like I want my dishes cleaned up. I don't want Mm -hmm. shit all over the floor. I, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I would get into a, phase where like there were some babysitters that I just knew cleaned up better than others. So Mm -hmm. I'm so curious when you have parents requesting sitters and things like that. Is that something that gets talked about? You know, I'm so happy you brought this up. I, um, as we get older, I think Lindsay, you know, one of my biggest themes this year is boundaries are pleasure, right? Boundaries are pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I can wake up every day and I can, have life so, or I can choose to just make it harder. And I think this applies to, um, you know, having a babysitter in your home or the same thing as what having family visit. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. So I think that uh, as the founder and CEO of a babysitting service, the one thing and the best thing you can do for, you know, folks like myself who are serving you, um, who have so many different babysitters and uh, are sending you and folks into your home is is to be clear on what the expectations are and to stop pretending as if everyone has the same one. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, one of the best things you can do is to exactly give them instruction. I think that to also understand that how many families they must see a year and can you imagine how many different moms there are and they walk into one home from nine to 12 one day and she's hitting up another one from four to eight and she's going to completely turn her one brain on and turn the other one on to meet that mommy's needs. And so it's one of the best things you can do. And if you ever have a babysitter to your home is to have that with that page out. Hey, here's my highlights. Here are the things you really want to know. You know, my, my youngest to eldest, he tends to really want to push buttons. Mm. Feel free to do this or, Hey, you know, X, Y, Z. And I definitely want to make sure that any dishes, the kids can make a huge mess. Feel free to, um, play as hard as you want with them, but that you will have to be the one to wrangle them to get it cleaned up. Yes. Whatever it is. Obviously we are one of the, you know, it's what's something we're doing here with the service is I think that's the biggest misconception is, you know, I did have a mom say, I, I just canceled a sit with so-and-so she's 19. I just don't think she can do this. And I was like, Whoa, she sits so often and she raised like a 30 cousins. You want this one. Yeah. You know, really, really communicate with your service too. you know, if, if that's something they offer, I do understand that we are very, we're few and far in between the sense that you can get us on the phone of then the first call. That's crazy. <laughs> um, or you can send us a text, a DM, an email. We're just on the, we're on here constantly. We're, there's just a million things we're doing just like you're talking about. I get complaints all the time about like, you know, um, they, she left the house a damn mess. I'm like, okay, I'm on it. I got it. Yeah. You know, because I've just got to remind her, Hey, what do you, you've got to make sure you're not going to get any sets. I'm, you're going to be, unfortunately, you're going to get banned. Yeah. You know, you're going to get so many complaints that you're just, I've got to, I've got to push you out of the, out of the system. They're all so different, which is great. And I love that because each family's looking for something different. Yeah. We certainly have an expectation here before the families, we set the policies, we set the rates, we set how everything works. We set cancellation fees. It's really a set for both parties. You yeah. know, these sitters are grown adults. They really do need to make this work for each season. These sitters come back for their weddings to bulk up for their, to pay for their weddings. They yeah. come back now as moms, they're moms today. I've been in business 13 years in just that one location. I had no idea they would, you know, of course, be, I, I didn't wouldn't even thinking about the fact they become moms today. And now that's full circle over there, but totally. it's definitely really great to just like be able to understand that, that, yeah, these things are expected. They're expected by the service, whether they are by you or not. So it's under, it's fine if you want to treat them like a child, but we certainly don't have it set up to where that's going to work at, eventually at some point in time. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to crossroads and, and, and we'll step in at that case and be able to say, Hey, you know, that's not something we're able to accommodate. Here's what we need her to do because she's breaching policy, et cetera. So it's really um, making sure that we can meet the needs and, and meet as many families and sitters needs as possible. There's a lot of sitters in the past too, that have stated, you know, coming into working with us and the model and, and having kind of the work ethic that I have my whole life and, 
and working in this industry prior to this is, is that we were the first company that, that had these expectations of them and they needed it. It's the first time these kids had heard somebody who had told them that actually you can't do that. And this is going to be needed if you really want to make it <laughs> in the real world today and X, Y, Z. And I think it was a weird thing that they didn't expect to get through a babysitting job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. One thing I have thought about a lot when we have babysitters is like, I do not want a babysitter to come into my house and sit on their phone. Do you have issues with that? I would say, I mean, I don't know what we do about that today, honestly. I think that, you know, in the early days, I don't even know what year to mark this, to be honest, Lindsay. Gosh, like you know, 2012 maybe is when I feel like I mean, I'm going to let you say, yeah, sure. 2012, sure, we start getting this. And I'm like, uh-uh. You know, if you're going to, no phones, yeah. then insert the cameras, right? Yeah. The, the, the oh, little uh, cameras yeah. that would come in in the bookshelves and you'd come have someone put in cameras for this or that. And then you would start catching them on your phone and you're on the cameras. and like, oh, they have cameras, you idiot. Like, hello. Yeah. You know, and today everybody has cameras, right? I don't. So it's, well, everybody does. I, mean, I a think lot a of lot of people do, people do though. Locations. Oh, yeah. I've had, I, I have a mom that will message me. And she's like, I, I am at work right now and your sitter is on her phone. What in the world? I'm like, I'm on it. Got it. You know, or, or, you know, you, then you have the other line where you've got a family who may be like telling the sitter what to do or where, what to clean up or things through the cameras. And of course that's not, that's where we draw the line. Oh, but again, sure. no, I, these, these are things we talk about like before our sitters, before a sitter can actually uh, sit with uh, SMS, we actually, make them, uh, we meet them. Like we get and spend an hour with them and we talk about this stuff. Hey, I understand phones are a thing. Kids have phones, but if you're going to be on your phone, it, that's not something it might, it might fly until it doesn't fly at some point in time, you're going to get caught or kids turn you in. You need to be engaging. Um, we've got a lot of stuff planned for 2022 now that we're kind of post COVID where, you know, our sitters have more access to things on what they can and, you know, perks and, a lot of the things that we do with them behind the scenes that no one talks about to encourage them to do scavenger hunts. Yes, and, you know, that's what that. I want. I and want so, babysitters like. Yeah, the, I grew up in the 80s. And, you know, well, I was born in the 80s. I grew up in the 90s, you know, so I'm a babysitter's club kid. Yeah, I walk the kids to the library to get those VHSs. You know, it's just I, it's it's kind of the in, where I came from. It's the only way to survive as a babysitter. Otherwise, you just watch the clock go tick tock. TikTok. Yeah. The kids were not, they're not engineered or built like that. And I, I didn't realize that going into this. I went into this like I am, like my industry, like the kind of babysitter I've been my whole life. And I expected to meet, <laughs> I expected, but then I, I forgot that we grow up and then the, no one, you know, you don't babysit after you become a mom and XYZ. So then you have generations that you meet. And you're like, what, in the, what were you thinking? And you're like, oh, what were you thinking? Uh, 10 people this week. What were you thinking? Oh my God, it's the generation. Okay. Okay. Well, let's figure this out. Okay. Well, now we have to build this and we have to do this <laughs> every, every, you know, few years it's a, it's an adapting in the model. And, you know, here at SMS is to realizing what's the top complaint this year and what are the kids not, what are they not coming with? What resource and what tool and what skill were they not taught? Mac and cheese. What? You don't know how to make Mac and cheese. Well, shoot. Okay. Um, Okay, well, we'll add that to the list of things that we will talk about, you know, in our sessions. Hey, so you're going to be asked to make some food for these kids. How, how, you know, are you, 
How can you, are you good to do that? Yeah. You popped popcorn in a pan with oil and you did not put a topper on it and you, you what to her kitchen? Oh my God, she spent a week cleaning it out and scrubbing it and she is pissed and it cost me a hundred dollars. Yeah. So let's talk about this for future sits. Okay. Oh my gosh, you put dish soap in the dishwasher. <gasps> you flooded her kitchen. I mean, there's just so many things <laughs> that need to be discussed that no one talks about. So yeah, go get a babysitter online. But you know, there's potential, you know, that you're gonna have a few experiences that nobody was prepared for. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes not even we can be prepared for. But you know what we can do? I can clean it up a lot quicker than anybody else. So yeah. it, it's, it's a little bit easier, you know, over here than I think it is to navigate out there, which is nice. But it's, it's funnier over here. It's more of a glass of the champagne in the evening uh, <laughs> and and funny you know than than letting it you know ruin the rest of the world for too many nights like it used to <laughs> I think that if that somebody flooded you know my kids things like that yeah, I just gotta <laughs> laugh about that but as I was thinking about it I was like oh there's two things it's the babysitter being on the phone and then it's the babysitter just letting my kids watch TV or be yeah, on the iPad. Because it's, it's like, here's the thing. It's like, well, I'm paying you so that they mm-hmm. don't do that. You know, like, yeah. give them 30 minutes. I know you want a break. But, like, mm-hmm. really, like, you know, I think about, like, oh, if I had someone come while I'm doing interviews. Like, well, I'm physically here in the house. And they could technically just watch TV while I do these interviews if I'm here. So it's like, (laughs) yeah. So I I think that that just goes back to the the beginning or the middle of our conversation where it was just like, just lay out those expectations ahead of time. And I don't want to be like the kind of person you babysit for where it's like, oh, she expects all these things. It's like, no, I'm chill. I'm low key about this and that. But like also I'm paying you. And so I don't want my kid to just watch TV the whole time you're here so you can sit on your phone. Well, and you know what is so great about what you just said is, and again, because I'm I'm a third party who works with lots of folks on your side of the, you're my user that ha, that ha, is inter, is welcoming someone into your home. I've got then the other user though that would come from the other perspective of saying, hey, it's not so much about the fact that you're nice, cool, or chill. It's a lot about I'm I'm I never know where I'm going, what I'm about to walk into. And I'm also coming from class or my family or work. And I really absolutely would love nothing more than to know in the first five minutes where I'm at, what's going to happen and Mm -hmm. what the needs are, because that's safety too. Yeah, totally. You know, it's not safe to walk into your home and, and have you not say anything to me? Have you not given me any direction? have me be sitting with strangers and these small individuals that I very much feel qualified to be with, but I don't necessarily feel comfortable all the time either. So, you know, one of the things that I want to make sure that is really important for any parent, grandparent, or anybody, you know, and we could take this as far as the holidays right now and welcoming family (laughs) into our homes for traveling or going into someone else's home, because that's the other thing. It's not so much about you're so worried about how you come off or that you are going to be the kind of mom that the babysitters talk about being the worst (laughs) or the best. It's a lot about you creating a safe environment where people know what to expect. That's it. Isn't that so funny though, that like, at this stage in life, I'm 38. I like still want the babysitters to think I'm cool. (laughs) 
Lindsay, we want everyone to think we're cool. It's just <laughs> something that like we do, you know, it's, we, we want to walk in and to share space with everyone and, and, um, want to come off a certain way wouldn't that be great you know <laughs> it's just so it's so funny because you think back I think back to my babysitting days and like what I thought of the moms and I'm like I'm not like that surely I'm not like that and granted times have changed or whatever you know but you know 40s 40 is much younger than it was 25 years ago and I truly think that we like as a society we feel that way right it's true. It's true. And I'm 40. I'm, I'm 40 this year. So I get it. <laughs> tell me what, tell me about turning 40. I have a year and a half. Oh, you know, I, um, and again, this is a personal preference for everybody. I'm one of those individuals who have always loved to get older. Um, what a gift I, that you love that. Uh, I don't know. You know, I remember sitting in a room with other uh, women who own businesses, this could have, this must have been in like the first two years of owning SMS, and I must have been you know twenty twenty nine years old, and lots of different ages of women, always the youngest in every room at this time. Today, I'm not the youngest in every uh-huh. room, but um, back then, as a female, you know, business owner, I pre Facebook, pre Instagram, I um, was always the youngest in the room, and I was a, gr- a part of this women's group, and. I remember coming in really stressed out one day from work and this, you know, had a really bad experience on a phone call. And I ended up looking at these women and I was like, does this get any easier? Like, is this, is this always going to feel this way? <laughs> and I remember that one of these women, I remember respecting her so much and loving so much about her. And she was one of those women that always seemed so calm, you know, yeah, uh-huh. she like, you know, she just come in, she like, nothing ruffled her feathers. And I thought, man, to be that person, but like nothing ruffled my feathers. And she said, you know, it doesn't get any easier. It just, or she goes, it doesn't get, uh, doesn't get any better necessarily. These, these things never, you know, leave. This always happens, but it gets easier, you mm-hmm. know, it just gets easier. And I thought, well, damn, I want, I will, I'm going to dream of that day, you know, that it gets easier. And it's, it's interesting, you know, 13 with my professional career, you know, uh, I tend to, I'm, I'm more have spent most of my energy on my professional career than I did my per- my personal that, you know, I, I, I thrive. And when it comes to my career side, my work value, you know, my work life, um, I thrive there to where definitely, you know, my, my uh, career is, I could do this with my eyes closed. Nothing ruffles my feathers day. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not to say I'm not always surprised. I'm definitely, I can still be surprised today, but I certainly don't think, you know, I don't, Nothing is shocking or, you know, um, nothing would make me lose my shit, I don't think, today anymore at work. Now, at home or my personal life, certainly brand new and I've got training wheels and I'm hoping to, like, get that, you know, (laughs) that 40-year-old stage for sure. So I think getting older just feels like, do you want to go back to high school? I mean, do you feel like high school is an age you would want to return to? I don't know. Like, this feels good. This feels really good. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I love that. Hey everybody, a quick break here to let you know about the Donna Marathon Weekend down in Jacksonville, Florida. It is February 6th, 2022, and Jacksonville, Florida starts and finishes on the beach. There is a half marathon and a marathon that Sunday, February 6th. There's also a 5K and a kids one mile fun run on Saturday, February 5th. 
So two fun days there. A great time of year to head down to Florida, get yourself a weekend away. The Donna Marathon Weekend raises funds for the Donna Foundation, which helps people who are walking through a breast cancer diagnosis, as well as funds groundbreaking research. This will be my fifth year now, and it has just been such an amazing experience getting to know the team over at the Donna Foundation and the marathon, and we have so much fun when we go. We're actually bringing all of our kids this year, so they're going to do that one-mile fun run on Saturday, February 5th, and then my husband and I, we're going to do the half marathon on Sunday, February 6th. So go check it out. Go to breastcancermarathon.com. Use the code lindsay 10 L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-1-0, and that'll save you 10% off any of their races that weekend. Such a fun weekend. I'm also, one more thing, going to have a meetup that Saturday around lunchtime. Um, I'm going to have a meetup for all the listeners of the podcast. Would love to meet you there. We'll have more details about where exactly that meetup will be and what time in the coming weeks, but know that it will be February 5th in Jacksonville, Florida around um, lunchtime. And then the half marathon is the next day. Cool, friends. I hope to see you there. That's breastcancermarathon.com. Use the code Lindsay10 for 10% off any of those registrations. All right, friends, back to my conversation with Amanda. Um, okay, so if people want to learn about City Made Simple, obviously they can just Google that. But if you're in one oh, yeah. of the six markets, I'm I'm gonna check it out today. It's so cool oh, you that you're should. in Raleigh. I can't believe you're in Raleigh. And we we have not had a babysitter since we moved here. Oh, you should so try it. I'll have to connect you with Emily and Kaylee, their sisters. In July. Emily is actually a previous SMS indie sitter. Oh, that's so funny. And she, she moved was a to sitter Raleigh. there for so many years and she um is um uh, uh so many years graduated and talked to her older sister who was a pre, uh, postpartum nurse who's a military wife and a mom of three expecting a fourth. Mm. And they uh, talked, she talked her into uh, moving both families out to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, where they've lived now for at least two years, if not more. Um, they've moved the entire family out there and they are sisters getting to do this together. It's an incredible story for the brand. It's a incredible experience for me and for them, for sure. That's so cool. Uh, that's and so interesting that they moved from Indianapolis, where we moved from. I love it. Lindsay, I'm telling you, it's a small it's world. When I be. saw that this morning, I thought, I do not do podcasts. You are my second. And I thought, you know what? I, it must have been <laughs> meant to be too many, too many connecting dots for sure. Yeah, that's so good. Um, okay, Amanda, what's something professionally or personally you would like to do that you haven't done yet? You know what? Um, today, currently, the answer to that question would be, I am looking forward to the challenge of I am on this new journey to stay incredibly happy and healthy uh, within my professional life while also staying incredibly happy and healthy within my personal life. We have all, um, most of us, I would imagine, have struggled with spending too much time at work or too much time at home. And I certainly have like spent the last few years trying to find the golden nugget or drinking the whatever it would take to get there. And it's funny, I figured it out this year, but um, that's my, that's my, that is what I want. I want to be happy and healthy at home and at work. Yeah. What's that yeah. word? Is it balance? 
<laughs> it is, you know what it did? It is being authentic to myself and uh, making sure I focus on those things I know that make me truly happy. Yes. It's actually not as complicated as we think. Putting myself first, Lindsay, that's yes. what I'm going to do. There we go. Um, what's the best, most recent book you've read? Mm, I usually have a few. I'm in the middle of the um, Not All Diamonds and Rosé, the Bravo Real Housewives book that looks like an encyclopedia. When I saw it, I could not wait. Um, Is it good? That uh, Oh, it's it's quite interesting. I'm very new. I do about six books at a time. Yeah, um, me too. But that's my newest one. And uh, yeah, I'm a very much a Real Housewife and anything Bravo's fan for my whole for their whole life. And yeah, it's it's juicy. I was just thinking about this because last night my husband was at a happy hour for work and I had got the kids to bed and I was like, what do I watch? He's not here. And I and which I, one did you watch? No, I didn't. I oh. didn't. Because what? I I know well I'm not a Real Housewives fan but when I was oh you have to on Hulu I I saw one and I was like are they still making Real Housewives is that still is Lindsay that... oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh you I'm more so of behind. like a, I'm a Bachelor person I'm into the Bachelor well Bachelor needs two hours of your time see I can't figure out people who can sit down and to do two hours. Of I one never show do it in time. one that sitting. That seems though. a lot. I I always watch okay. on Hulu and like I watch yeah, it same, in a couple same. sittings. So oh my gosh, this is like this blows your mind. There are like twelve different series. What's your favorite city? That's too hard. I can't, Lizzie. I cannot answer that question for you. That is like not a question you can ask a Bravo fan. They're all so incredibly like amazing. If I were to give you one to start, which yes. look, I can't. Please do. You start with whichever one you want, but the most recent one that I can't that none of us can take our eyes off of which is a brand new franchise <laughs> is Salt Lake City oh Lake is it City. a bunch of Mormon okay. moms oh my god it is Lindsay so no I drinking oh no there's drinking stop it there's drinking they drink oh Mormons can drink Lindsay you need to figure out the real Mormons oh City. and just so you know if you really want to have an in with the Raleigh owner Emily, the oldest sister, she is like one of the only owners like me that I can talk about with Bravo. So if you really want to get on her good side, bring up the Real Housewives series on the phone with her. Okay. Or in or in the message box, you can DM her. Uh, like you know, and we have a we can message back and forth when you're a member and the, the website. Uh-huh. So you guys can literally you can totally message her about okay. the Real Housewives. Amanda told me to ask you about the Real Housewives. <laughs> um, what I feel like there's a really high percentage of wealthy Mormons from Utah on Instagram as well. I don't, I've never, so I know nothing about this. I've, I'm like not even, I've been living in the SMS world, working 12 to 18 hour days and never getting out. Um, you only, only well, that's your only escape is the real house. The only two things I've really ever done in my life is, you know, <laughs> serve families and watch real housewives. Um, and that is true. And so, um, yeah, I had no idea what this was all about. And I am just, it, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm just learning, you know, I'm navigating, um, all the different, because of course I live in a world where, Every business owner will tell you if you own a business in any city, you can answer phones and you know exactly which community that individual is calling you from ah. in your city based on exactly how they're speaking to you. And oh, my so goodness. True. Oh, that's so good. You know which real housewife you're talking to and which community they are from just from talking to them over the phone. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you have certain 
areas and different cities that have an actual Real Housewives vibe compared to other. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really the data. Cool. The data is insane. I'm I'm probably confusing though here in Raleigh since I'm an indie person. I because I'm not a true Southern Ooh. mom. You know what I mean? Well, it just depends. I'm a Midwest mom. Set- well, Lindsay Data says that you walk right out of that Midwest, you walk right over there, and you just start blending right in. There we go. Okay. Well, we'll see how that works. <laughs> well, that's what my friends always, my friends have said, like, because I feel like I've met a ton of moms and like families in the neighborhood and there's like people are like well is that like southern nice are they actually really nice or are they like (laughs) I have to be nice because that's what's expected of me nice do you know what I mean like the bless your heart yeah 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 yes so it's like kind of figuring out like are they just like playing the part or like do they actually want to be my friend I'm I'm figuring all this out well, you should just be who you are and know that, uh, you know, that is all you have to do. And it, whatever they do is on them, right? That's I mean, good. that's just kind of, yeah. I love that. Um, it's not yours. Okay. So what's your last message to leave with our audience today? Um, Book an SMS sitter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to sign that's up. usually and typically always my, my message for sure. Yeah. I'm going to sign up because, um, it's, I, I mean, I was just thinking about it the other day. I mean, part of it was, is, has just been like, we're settling in here. Like we don't know a ton of people yet, Yeah. but we've only had a babysitter one time. And that was when my husband, well, two times when my husband's dad came to visit and when my parents came to visit and we're not, we're not strange about babysitters. Like we'll, we'll, as if you're breathing, we'll, we'll leave our kids with you probably. You have four kids. So yeah. there isn't anything you say no to like that. I yeah. mean, that's the difference between you and, you know, a mom of one or two. I mean, it's just very different. Yeah. And there's a, there's a little girl in our neighborhood who's 16 and she's very quiet oh, cute. and she's offered. And I'm just like, Honestly, if it was two of our kids, I probably would, but I just don't know, man. I just, it's- it just depends. You know, this is the whole thing of the ageism to like, you know, women and men, you know, be careful not to ageism our sitters. I think you've got to be able to like rule, rule out who's for you and who's not for you. That 16 year old may be like the oldest of like 15. If she's like the youngest of five, probably not. She's right. baby and she yeah. did nothing for herself. I mean, you can definitely use like, you know, the one I'm the oldest of like, I don't know, 30 some you know, grandchildren and great grandchildren. So that makes sense for someone like myself, right? I I was raised, you know, raising the siblings. But, um, you know, I think it's definitely depends on also what type of mommy you are, your best friends not looking for the same sitter as you are. And that's also refreshing to know, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, one of our last thing I'll say about our babysitters, one of the babysitters we had was, I think she was 19, but she was one of 10 kids. And she, oh, wow. she was yeah. like two in the lineup. Yep. You've seen some, you've seen some stuff. Okay, cool. And her mom and her, her mom was a doctor. So like oh. working mom, <laughs> like working, both working parents, like this girl, like took care of her siblings a lot. So there you go. I was like, you can handle my crowd of four. So anyway, okay, cool. <laughs> well, thanks so much for doing this. And we will check out the service City Made Simple. And yeah. Have a happy holiday. Oh, thank you so much. You too. Thank you so much for breaking up my week and giving getting me away from um, everything else I planned. This was nice to oh, kind of like get away for a second. So I'm thank so you glad. so much. Yeah. And tell Maggie I said hello. 
I will do that. I will. She do is that. truly so kind and has always throughout all these years just been so nice no matter what. It's just, you know, she is like the cleanest, squeakiest track record that one. So she's she's a, she's a loyal, a loyal client, too, huh? <laughs> I can't tell you. I mean, that that is all her and nothing to do with me. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. Cool. Well, thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. Thank you, Amanda, for coming on the podcast. You all can learn more about Sitting Made Simple. Just go to sittingmadesimple.com. You can learn more about this podcast and all the other shows in the Sandy Boy Productions Network when you go to sandyboyproductions.com. We have a brand new website over there. Go check it out and learn about our other podcasts. You can find this show on Instagram. We are Why Is Everyone Yelling over there. Uh, You can find me personally if you'd like to connect. I'm Lindsay Hine, 626. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-H-E-I-N-626. We also have a Facebook group and page, Why Is Everyone Yelling? We would love to connect with you over there. Thanks so much for being here, and we are so excited for 2022. Lots of fun guests coming up on the show. Uh, If you ever want to request a guest or just want to connect with us, I can be emailed at lindsay at sandyboyproductions.com. And you can also sign up for our newsletter at sandyboyproductions.com. Have a really happy new year. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week on Why Is Everyone Yelling?